Hare Krishna, dear devotees. Tanwar Pranam, all Gilead Shri Chala Parupad, Guru Maharaj. Today we are very fortunate. We have His Grace Vrindanath Prabhuji from Michigan. And Prabhuji is going to enlighten us from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 4, sorry, Canto 6, Chapter 4, Verses 35 to 39. Hare Krishna, Prabhu. You can take over the calls. Hare Krishna. Please accept my humble obeisance all glory to Shri Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Thank you very much for giving me this opportunity to speak on Srimad Bhagavatam for my own purification. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Narayanam Namaskritya Naram Chaiva Narottamam Devim Saraswatim Vyasam Tato Jayam Mudhirai <coughs> Nashta Prayeshu Abhadreshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavate Uttama Shloke Bhakti Bhavati Naishtiki So today we are reading Shumat Bhagavatam 10 to 6 Chapter number 4 and text 35 to 39. So these five set of verses as the appearance of Lord in front of Daksha. Shri Shuka Uvacha Siti Suta Samsutava Sahatasmin Agmashmane Tadrushet Kuru Sreshta Bhagwan Bhaktavatala Vitahapada Surapanse Pralambhasa Mahabuja Chakrashankashi Charmeshu Dhanupasha Gadadhara Pitavasa Dhanashama Prasanna Vadanekshanaha Vanamala Nivitango Lasat Shriyadatva Srivatsa Kastubaha Mahakirita Katataha Puran Makra Kundalaha Sanche Angbilaha Valya Nupurangadaha Bhushitaha Railokya Mohanam Rupam Vibrat Tribhuvaneshwaraha Bratonarada Nandadhya Parshade Sura Yutapatahe Tuyamano Anugyabidivihi Siddhagandharva Chanaraha Sri Shukdev Goswami said, The Supreme Personality of Godhead Hari, who is extremely affectionate to his devotees, was very pleased by the prayers offered by Daksha, and thus he appeared at that holy place known as Aghamasharana. Maharaj Parikshit, best of the Kuru dynasty, the Lord's lotus feet rested on the shoulder of his carrier Garuda, and he appeared with eight long, mighty, very beautiful arms. In his hands, he held a disc, conch shell, sword, shield, arrow, bow, rope, and club. In each hand, a different weapon, all brilliantly shining. 
His garments were yellow, and his bodily hue deep bluish. His eyes and face were very cheerful, and from his neck to his feet hung a long garland of flowers. His chest was decorated with kasturba jewels and the mark of Shrivatsa. On his head was a gorgeous round helmet, and his ears were decorated with earrings resembling sharks. All these ornaments were uncommonly beautiful. The Lord wore a gold. Golden belt on his waist, bracelets on his arms, rings on his fingers, and ankle belt on his feet. Thus decorated by various ornaments, Lord Hari, who is attractive to all the living entities of three worlds, is known as Purushottama, the best personality. He was accompanied by great devotees like Narada, Nanda, and all the principal demigods, led by the heavenly king Indra. And the resident of various upper planetary systems such as Siddha Loka, Gandharva Loka, and Charana Loka, situated on both sides of the Lord and behind him as well, these devotees offered him prayers continuously. Om Ajnana Timirandhasya Jnana Anjana Shalakaya. Chakshurun militam yena tasmai shri gurave namaha mukam karoti vachalam pangum langhayatehagirim yat kripatamaham bande shri guru dinatarinim paramananda madhavam shri chaitanishwaram namom vishnupadaya krishna prasaya bhutale Srimate Bhaktivedanta Swami Tinamine Namaste Saraswati Devi Gauravani Kacharine Nirvishesha Shunyavadi Paschatyadeshatarine Namo Mahavedanyaya Krishna Prema Pradhayate Krishnaya Krishna Chaitanya Namne Gaurahakshe Namaha Panchatatvatmakam Krishnam Bhaktarupa Swarupakam Bhaktavataram Bhaktacham Namami Bhaktashaktikam E Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dina Bandhu Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Saptakanchana Gorangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vancha Kalpatruvhyascha Kripasindhu Bhyayevacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namaha Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadha Shivasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ram Hare Ram 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 Hare Hare Once again, welcome everyone to morning Srimad Bhagavatam class. So today we are discussing from Canto 6, Chapter 4, this titled as the Hansa Guhya Prayers Offered to the Lord by Prajapati Daksha. So just giving a little background of this topic, the context, what is going on. So 
Daksha, who was born from the Pachetas, he tried to create progeny. He filled the world with different type of living entities. But being not satisfied with what he has created, not very happy with that creation, he left everything and went to the forest around the area of Vindha Mountain and he performed austerities to please the Supreme Lord. So while he is offering the prayers, those prayers are referred as the Hansa Guhiya prayers. And being pleased by the prayers of Daksha Prajapati, Lord personally appeared in his personal form in front of Daksha Prajapati. And these are the five set of verses which are described here as the appearance of the Lord, what is the form of the Lord looks like. So Daksha Prajapati, you know, this is, Daksha Prajapati is mentioned at multiple places in Srimad Bhagavatam. Uh, this is Daksha Prajapati's second, in actual sense, actually it's third, but um, from the Bhagavatam perspective here, this is the second appearance of Daksha Prajapati. So first he had appeared where the whole incident comes when he had insulted Lord Shiva. He has offended Lord Shiva and because of that, Daksha Prajapati's whole yajna was destructed and uh, Daksha Prajapati's head was cut off and he was finally given the head of a goat. Being frustrated, he kind of committed suicide. So that incident happened in the first Manvantra, the Savambhu Manvantra. And after a long, long period of time, Daksha Prajapati was born again, which is the, this description which we are reading right now. This is from sixth Manvantra, Chakshusha Manvantra. So Daksha Prajapati was born again as the son of Tachetas. And uh, again, because of his previous impressions, previous conditioning, the previous desires, again, he is engaged in the process of creation, creating different living entities. And now, not being satisfied, he is offering prayers to the Supreme Lord, and Lord personally appears in front of him. And here it is described, how does the Lord look like? So, Shukdev Goswami is describing here, the Supreme Personality of Godhead Hari, who is extremely affectionate to his devotee. Right? The word used here is Bhaktavatsala. Bhagawan Bhaktavatsala. So the Lord who is extremely affectionate to his devotee was very pleased by the prayers offered by Daksha. And he appeared at the holy place known as Agma Sharana. So <clears throat> the Lord, how does the Lord appear? He was standing on the shoulders of Garuda, his feet resting on the shoulder of Garuda. He appeared with eight arms, and in all these eight arms, he is holding different things, which is a disc, shell, sword, shield, arrow, bow, rope, and club. So all these things represent um, different things. Some things are for the destruction of demonic people, and some things are for the protection of the pious living entities, or to establish dharma. So in each hand, he di held different things, different weapons, all brilliantly shining. He wore garments, yellow garments, and his bodily hue, deep bluish. His eyes and face being very cheerful, and he was wearing a garland of flowers, one mala. 
and his chest was decorated with kastuba jewel with the mark of shivatsa and on his head he was wearing a very beautiful helmet a crown his ears were decorated with earrings his ornaments very beautiful and the lord wore a golden belt on his waist bracelets on his arms ring on his fingers ankle bells on his feet so in that way the lord was very beautifully decorated so one particular thing which we can see is <clears throat> lord's form has been described at many places in shrimad bhagavatam and shrimad bhagavatam is the scripture which talk about the personal form of the lord that lord is not just some energy he is a personality he has a form he lives at a in his personal abode many time people challenge have you seen god has anybody seen god so shrimad bhagavatam is the proof many places it describes how many people have witnessed the lord face to face how many people have seen the supreme personality of god at face to face and his form is described how does he look like <clears throat> so there are many verses in the upanishads which may be little bewildering to the people confusing to the people which describe that lord moves and he does not move he has eyes he see and he does not see he walks and he does not walk so those type of verses when people read people try to conclude oh lord does not have a form he is just some energy he is just some light so brahmavadi they are more interested into the impersonal aspect of the lord but the devotees of the lord they are more interested into the personal form of the lord lord simultaneously appear in three forms परमात्मेटीमेटीमेटीमेटीमेटीमेटीमेटीमेटीमेटीमेटीमेटीमेटीमेटीमेटीमेटीमेटीमेटीमेटीमेटीमेटीमेटीमेटीमेटीमेटी
the sun is moving from one place to another place <clears throat> morning the sun rises from the east and in the evening sun sets in the west and at the noon time sun may be present on top of our head if right? somebody is walking or even traveling in the car and a child may be very amazed by seeing the sun is still present on top of it even though we we travel hundreds of mile we may still see or oh, sun is still on top of my head and propat quotes the example of his own son actually propat says in his, one of his lecture that 40 years back when i was a grihastha one day i was walking with my son holding his hand and uh, my son he made a comment a remark that why son is walking with us because he was able to see the sun on his head even though they walked for a mile or so sun is still present on their head so as the sun even though situated at one place but we can perceive that sun is moving along with us same way the supreme personality of godhead even though he is present in his own abode but he is present everywhere the devotees can perceive the presence of the lord everywhere and he is definitely situated in everybody's heart as parmatma जनरेटी but he was frustrated and that's why he kind of gave up everything and came to this particular area to perform austerity to please the supreme lord so the acharyas explain the purpose of taking the role of a father or a mother or even a well wisher even the relative or a demigod and what to speak of guru the main role of that is one should not accept this role unless one is able to deliver their own dependents so there is a very beautiful verse from shrimad bhagavatam itself from fifth canto from the teachings of rishabdev to his sons where lord rishabdev also teaches to his sons guru na sasyat swajano na sasyat pita na sasyat janani na sasyat devam na tatsyat na patischa na sasyat na mochayed yah samupet amrityum if one is not able to deliver his dependents from the path of repeated birth and death should never become a spiritual master guru na sasyat one should not become a spiritual master pita na sasyat one should not become a father janani na sasyat one should not become a mother devam na tatsyat one should not even take the role of devatas the worshipable demigods so in that way it's describing all these various roles one should not accept these roles unless one is able to deliver one's dependents so that is a prime responsibility for assuming any of these roles <clears throat> even though the father mother everybody has the role of being a guru also right we are to some extent in some capacity we become the teacher for somebody at least as a father and mother we are also the teacher for our own children also and then as a practicing devotee we try to set example for other people other devotees so in some capacity 
we take up that role where we are trying to guide somebody unless one is able to deliver the dependence one should not be able to accept that role and in case of dakshapajapati that was the situation because he was too attached to his position his opulences <clears throat> he is trying to generate the progeny but he was not able to give them the proper guidance and that's because of his frustration he came and performed these austerities and lord is so kind he becomes pleased with the austerities performed by the devotee and he appeared to shower his mercy on daksha ultimately lord know in the heart what is his real desire right lord we cannot cheat the lord from outside we can do all sort of things to show that we are a great devotee but inside the heart if any desires are remaining those cannot be hidden from the lord so lord knew what is the real desire in the heart of daksha he is still filled with those desires for the opulences and all and uh, being satisfied with his prayer lord award him those results also the third very important aspect of the lord which i wanted to primarily focus on is wherever lord goes he is accompanied by his devotees lord and his devotees cannot be separated the last part of this verse the set of verses it describes that lord appeared along with his devotees his great devotees as narada nanda and all the other principal demigods added by indra so the primary devotees mentioned here narada nanda so the lord is always with his devotees lord cannot be separated from his devotees that is the glories of the devotees also which is described in shrimad bhagavatam bhagavatam is primarily talking about three things bhakt bhagwan and bhakti even though we know in the second canto of shrimad bhagavatam the last chapter we talk about the 10 topics of shrimad bhagavatam the sarga visarga all those 10 different topics but in nutshell if we see there are three primary topics in shrimad bhagavatam bhakta bhagwan and bhakti the devotee the supreme lord and the devotional service and more so actually it is talking about devotees when we speak about any particular devotee in shrimad bhagavatam be it dhruva maharaj prahlad maharaj ambrish maharaj yudhishthira maharaj all that lord appears towards the end but before that all description is like the bhakta charitra we are talking about dhruva charitra prahlad charitra bhisham pitama kunti devi so all those their character their glories are described the prayers offered by them those are described so devotee is even more important in that sense so lord cannot be separated from his devotees and lord is always accompanied by his devotees in this material world everybody try to some way become the lord they want to replace the lord they want to be the controller the maintainer the proprietor the enjoyer but no matter how much we try we cannot become the supreme lord we cannot please the supreme lord with our opulences with our high education with our high birth with our beauty with our physical strength we cannot please the supreme lord with all those but the supreme lord can be pleased 
only with our devotion only with the content of our heart the what is the real intent behind that what is the bhav behind that so we cannot become the supreme lord we cannot replace the supreme lord but if we become the devotee of the lord then lord becomes pleased and then he become bound by the love of the devotee right the supreme lord is filled with all the six opulences what are the six opulences of the supreme lord in vishnu puran prashramuni composed this verse describing the opulences of the supreme lord that somebody who is filled with six opulences to the fullest extent only that can be considered as the supreme lord aishwarya samagrasya viryasya yashasah shreya gyanam vairagyam seva shannam bhagan ekandana so somebody who is full in opulence of wealth full in beauty full in knowledge physical strength fame and renunciation so one is full in all these six opulences that can be the supreme lord nobody in this material world can possess all the six opulences somebody may be very wealthy but he cannot claim that i own all the wealth of this universe so if somebody may be wealthy they may not be beautiful they may not be very knowledgeable if somebody is very beautiful also that beauty that does not last forever it may be for few years if somebody is wealthy also beautiful also somebody not be having physical strength and even if they have physical strength their strength also doesn't last forever somebody may be very physically well built but again as the as somebody ages their physical strength also fades away and nobody can be considered as full in knowledge that they know everything only a fool will claim that now i know everything right because there is always scope of improvement there is always scope of learning newer and newer things so only supreme lord can possess all these six opulences in in the vedas shweta shutara upanishad it describes that the supreme personality of godhead he does not need to do anything personally he has all these potences which can act on his will they can do everything as per the will of the lord so we cannot become the supreme lord but we can become the devotee of the lord and as we become the devotee of the lord lord becomes bound by the love of their devotee so the devotees they keep the lord in their heart and lord very peacefully rest in the heart of the devotee he sleeps very peacefully in the heart of the devotee in general the lord is disturbed by the other materialistic people because they are always demanding something or other from the lord please give me this please give me that but in the heart of the devotee the lord can sleep peacefully because they are not asking anything from the lord they say whatever is your desire you please do that they want to align their will with the lord's will and that's why many places we see sometime the devotee of the lord is also addressed by the word bhagwan right we we may have heard many times some people 
claiming the great devotees of the Lord who have taken full shelter of the Supreme Lord. See, we are not talking about, I'm not mentioning any ordinary people, any ordinary devotee that we can address them as Bhagwan. Only the pure devotees of the Lord who have taken full shelter at the lotus feet of the Lord, they can be addressed as Bhagwan, like Narada Muni. Narada also is referred sometimes as Bhagwan, Narada Bhagwan. And Lord Shiva, of course, we, we know, right? Lord Shiva is addressed as Bhagwan also. Because Lord Shiva is also a pure devotee of the Lord. He is the best among all the Vaishnavas. Vaishnavanam Yatha Shambhu. That's why he is also addressed as Bhagwan. But people don't understand this particular concept that the devotees of the Lord can also be addressed as Bhagwan because they also possess these six opulences. And Lord cannot be separated from his devotees. Why the devotee may also be addressed as Bhagwan? Just to understand that uh, one simple analogy. If I have a jug filled with mango juice and you come to me and ask, what is this? I will say, oh, this is mango juice. But somebody may say, no, 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 what is this jug? I will still say, oh, this is mango juice. If the jug is empty, we will say, oh, this is jug. This is a glass jug or steel jug or something. But if it is filled with water or if it is filled with some nectar, some mango juice, we will say, oh, this is mango juice. We are not saying, oh, this is jug only. We are talking about the substance which is filled inside the jug. So same way for devotees, because the devotees, they are always carrying the Lord in their heart. They are filled with Lord Hari in their heart. That's why they may be also referred as Bhagwan. Because they are filled with Lord in their heart. They are carrying the Lord always in their heart. So the devotees may also be addressed as Bhagwan and Lord always accompany with his devotees. He is always present where the devotees are present. Now these six opulences, how the devotee, if somebody argue, no, 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 but how the devotee possesses these six opulences. Ashwarasya, Samagrasya, Virasya, Yashasya. So the devotee also possesses six opulences. We say the Lord is the supreme powerful. And devotee is also supreme powerful. Why? Because he is empowered by Krishna. Krishna Shakti Bina Nahi Tara Parivartan. So because they are completely dependent on Krishna, they are also empowered by Krishna. People outside in the world, the materialistic people, they may have big, big houses and then they have the security system in the houses. They have big, big gates. They have dogs to protect their houses. Then inside the houses, they have guns also. They have some safe exit point also for their houses to escape in the time of emergency. So people may depend on so many different things, but the pure devotee, he is completely dependent on the Supreme Lord. He just raises his arms in the air and he is just calling out to Krishna. Completely dependent on Krishna. So in that way, that's why it said devotees are also supreme powerful. Because they are completely dependent on the Lord and they are empowered by the Lord. And devotees, they are the most knowledgeable they are the most intelligent. Why? Because Krishna yehi bhaje sahi bada chatur. Unless one becomes Krishna conscious, 
that person cannot be called as an intelligent person. Devotees, because they know Krishna is our real goal of life and they have dedicated their life to Krishna. They are speaking about Krishna, they are hearing about Krishna, chanting the names of Krishna, serving Krishna. So they have completely surrendered, they have completely taken shelter of Krishna. They are the most knowledgeable and the most intelligent person. In the material world, people try to gain some profit in this world, gain some name, fame, power, position, but ultimately they cannot be considered as very intelligent. Why? Because they are utilizing this rare human opportunity just for these some very low class activities. Just like somebody has invested 5,000 rupees and he gets 2 rupees as a profit. He will not be considered a very intelligent person. But on the other side, if somebody invests 2 rupees and gain 1 crore rupee as profit, he will be considered very intelligent, right, materially. He will be considered very intelligent. Oh, he is investing a small amount and getting so big profit. So same way the devotees of the Lord, they are considered most knowledgeable, most intelligent because they are utilizing this material human form of life which is otherwise full of misery and they are utilizing this human form of life to gain the highest benefit, the best happiness to go back to spiritual world and be in the association of Krishna where there is no further misery, there is no lamentation where there is no old age, there is no disease and this is just full of joy. So utilizing this body which is full of suffering to get Krishna who is full of joy. That is the best profitable deal. Whereas the materialistic people they are utilizing this human form of life which is the rare opportunity for us to again engage in same materialistic activities and then go back again into the 8.4 million species of life. Again get to the lower species of life. So that's not very intelligent. So that's why devotees are considered as the most intelligent, most knowledgeable. Munushya naam sahasresu kashit yatati siddha yatatam api siddha naam kashit yatmeti tattvataha Krishna says thousands and thousands of men try to understand me and among thousands of them there is one who is able to understand me in reality that's why devotees who has taken full shelter of the lord the pure devotees of the lord are the most knowledgeable and intelligent person and then the devotees the pure devotee of the lord he can be considered as the most wealthy person also why because they have the wealth of krishna prema prema dhana bina so the true wealth is love of Godhead. And actually Krishna is also aspiring for prema. And that's why he comes as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to taste that love of Radharani for Krishna. Krishna is also aspiring for prema. And the devotees, because they are filled with love of God in their heart, the pure devotees of the Lord, they are considered as the most wealthy person. Premadhan, they have that Premadhan. <clears throat> Whereas the, in the material world, the person may be very rich materially. He may have trillion dollar in the bank 
ultimately that will be left here only he cannot take anything with him when somebody leaves their body nothing is going to go with us but if somebody deposits the spiritual currency in their bank balance that is going to come with us people try to go from one part of the world to another part we come from india to usa to earn dollars then we spend the dollars to turn into rupees to get some material benefit but we need to deposit into our spiritual bank balance we need to know what is the currency which will go with us to the spiritual world that is the chanting of the holy name engaging in krishna consciousness hearing about krishna speaking about krishna only that is the spiritual currency which will come with us so devotees are considered as the most wealthy people and then they are the most beautiful also Now somebody may argue oh how devotees can be considered as the most beautiful because we see generally devotees also look like the same regular ordinary people but there is still a difference if we see the conditioned living entity the conditioned soul when somebody dies you can see how their body looks like right their body start to just look like a clay look like some plastic or something if you if somebody has witnessed a cremation ceremony or something you look at somebody's face when somebody dies how they look like and people actually in this world now it's it's a crazy world people are doing so many things before their death now they are planning so many things they hire somebody to decorate the dead body also when i die when i am when i am on my funeral pyre i want to look like this my eyelashes should be like this my lips should look like this and all that so they sign up a contract already to decorate them decorate the dead bodies also people put so many creams and talcum powders to look attractive and as people age <clears throat> the conditioned living entity the materialistic people as they age we see the people they they lose their beauty they lose their charm they lose their appearance but the devotee of the lord as they age they look more and more effulgent because their inner aura the inner who is coming out the true beauty is the beauty of the soul and as we progress more and more in krishna consciousness as the devotees they advance in krishna consciousness they look even more uh, what is say tejasvi right the word used are unke chehre par kitna tej hai so they they look even more uh, shining effulgent we can see so many of the wonderful vaishnavas our sanyasi maharaj they look so effulgent even though they may be in the age of 70 75 80 but they are so effulgent so they are the most beautiful the pure devotee are the most beautiful people our condition right now is like we are the bulb which is covered with a dark covering like the what do you call as a xerox paper right there are thick thick layers of xerox paper on the bulb how much light will come out but as we progress in krishna consciousness as our heart becomes more and more purified all those layers of those the ox paper are getting removed and the 
aura, the hue of the soul is coming out. That's why the person looks more effulgent. So the devotees are most beautiful also. And the devotees are most famous. As the Supreme Lord is the most famous, the devotees are also the most famous. We speak about so many wonderful devotees in the pages of Bhagavatam. Even the incident happens crores and crores of years before. But still we are talking about them. Still we are glorifying those devotees. We still talk about Prahlad Maharaj, Dhruva Maharaj, Ambrish Maharaj. Even though they happened millions and millions of years ago. And even in the recent history it may be somebody 500 years ago or 100 years ago. We still remember them. But in the material world, how many people really remember some of these political leaders or film stars or the, the sports people or some businessmen? They may remember them for some 20, 30, 40, 50 years. After that, nobody remembers them. But the devotees of the Lord, they are considered as the most famous people. Their fame does not go away. Because they give their heart to Krishna, everybody likes them. Right? Just like the, the materialistic people can be considered like that tap water. And the Supreme Lord is like the Ganges water or Yamuna water. When the tap water mixes with Yamuna water and Ganges water, then that tap water also gets the same potency as the Ganga water or Yamuna water. So the devotee, because their consciousness flows towards Krishna, they are also become like the Supreme Lord. The pure devotees are addressed as Bhagwan. The another example is there may be a flower in the forest, a forest flower, even though not seen, but its fragrance spreads. And people attracted by the fragrance, they get attracted to those and then they come and they want to pick that flower and put on their ear, put on their body, put on their head. The same way the devotees, because they are so wonderful, the people may even travel long distance to come and take association of pure devotees. Uh, just even though we may not be able to travel, sometimes the pure devotee come and they give us their association. Pure devotees are like the mobile tirtha, like the mobile holy place. Because they carry the Supreme Lord in their heart, they are considered as the traveling holy dham. And the pure devotee, they come and they give us their association. They bring everybody together. So people are so attracted. They either want to go travel long distances and take their association. Or sometimes the pure devotee, they come out of their mercy and give us their association. Just um, last three days, we had been having the wonderful opportunity to take association of His Holiness Jayapataka Maharaj, who was here in Detroit area. So it was like a festival. Right? So many people filled in the temple. Generally, we don't see that many people coming to temple. But when Maharaj is here, it's full packed jam, so much crowded. Even the people, different part of the community who doesn't come to our temple, they also all came to take the association of Maharaj. Like all the Bengali community in the metro Detroit area, they all came to see Maharaj, to take his association. So that is the power of pure devotees. If people, they come to take association. They even travel long distance. So many people came from Toronto. So many people came from like Florida and all other places also people came to take association of Maharaj. 
that is how the fame of the devotee they are also very famous like the supreme lord and we know the story of madhvendra puri madhvendra puri when he came to remuna he had that incidence of kheer chor gopinath lord stole the kheer for the for his devotee and the news spread oh lord has stolen kheer for his devotee and madhvendra puri's name was becoming famous and madhvendra puri said no i don't want to live here he immediately left for jagannath puri but the fame of the devotee he reaches before that devotee reaches there even before madhvendra puri reached jagannath puri his fame had already spread to jagannath puri also oh there is a wonderful devotee named madhvendra puri and gopinath stole kheer for him so his fame had already reached jagannath puri also so that's how the devotees they are also very famous and of course we know the devotees are the most renowned they don't consider anything as their property even though they may be getting lot of um donations wealth and all that ultimately they are not attached to anything they engage everything in the service of the supreme lord so one single statement of shila prabhupada in one of the purport it says that the sincere servants of the supreme lord they can also be addressed as bhagwan because they are also filled with all these six opulences and the supreme lord reside in the heart of his devotee and he cannot be separated from his devotees he is always accompanied by his devotees as in this particular verse which we are reading here also lord appears to give his personal audience to daksha prajapati and he is accompanied by his devotees as narada nanda and many other wonderful sages so i will stop here and uh, let's see if there is any discussion any comments any question shrimad bhagavatam ki jai shri lakshmipad ki jai ananta koti vaishnava ki jai हरे कृष्णा प्रभु जी मदम प्रणाम टू यू शिला प्रपात की जय गुरु महाराज की जय सच ए वंडरफुल क्लास ग्लोरीफाइंग कृष्णा एंड हिज डिवोटीज एंड इट्स सो ट्रू व्हाटएवर यू स्पोक इज सो ट्रू लाइक यू नो लाइक इट रिमाइंड्स मी दैट यू नो लाइक हुएवर इज कनेक्टेड टू शिला प्रपात प्रपात डिसाइपल्स एंड देन देयर फर्दर डिसाइपल्स दे हैव दिस ग्लो ऑन देयर फेस यू नो बिकॉज़ दे आर चैंटिंग द लॉर्ड्स नेम एंड दे आर वेरी वेरी so you know so prabhu ji like um, uh this uh, one question is coming to me uh, is uh, you know they often in bhagavad gita also is mentioned that uh, very basic question that uh, krishna is uh, you know it's mentioned supreme personality of godhead so uh, mm-hmm. i thought in reference to it will go well because this you know uh, so much of description is there in the translation so why uh, shri prabhupada has mentioned uh, supreme personality i can understand he is a supreme among among all the personalities and then it says supreme this is so nicely quoted everywhere right so just i was yeah. thinking that why it is mentioned supreme personality of god in so many places i don't know bhagavatam but bhagavad gita we read often very often so what is your question mataji that the description of this word supreme personality of godhead yeah there is uh, it is mentioned right uh, 
many places yes. in the Bhagavad Gita it's mentioned also in maybe Bhagavatam too yes Mataji Prabhupada defined Krishna not as God not as supreme God he goes in a detail mentioning supreme personality of Godhead so he uses the word personality to emphasize on this word that he is a person he has a form and he is the supreme he is the fountain head of all the other demigods because people may consider many other personality as god also they are also god this devata that devi but he is the fountain head of all the gods because let's say there is one fountain and so many stream of water are coming out the so same way from him all these personalities are coming out but he is the source of everybody so he is the fountain head of all these different personalities also and he is supreme it's not that many other personality are coming out so they are equal to them so he is supreme among all those so supreme personality of godhead that is a detail about why Prabhupada chose to write as not simply krishna or the god or supreme god but he specifically for a reason mentioned supreme personality of godhead to drive away any confusions any misconceptions okay prabhuji and also prabhuji like um, thank you so much for the answer uh, it says is there any relevance or we just have to accept it that uh, there's a kastuba jewel and mark of shrivasta right mm -hmm. we often hear that yes. there are marks on the, on the lotus feet of the lord and there's a story connected to in the krishna book of uh, i forgot the person who would see the marks and would uh, one of his friends uh, who was on the opposite side um, the name is not coming to me but anyway uh, yeah so these marks uh, uh, is there any history or relevance to it why it is there i'm supposed to know that <laughs> The Kastuba jewel, it's a jewel basically of the which Lord wears his neck and the Srivatsa line is the indication of residence of Lakshmi Devi on the chest of Lord Vishnu. That's the Srivatsa line. So it's basically a line mark on the chest of Lord, indicating as a place of residence of Lakshmi Devi. Shri, Shri Vatsa, right? That's why it's called Shri Vatsa. I don't know, you can go in more detail if you want to mention something more detail. Some things we just have to kind of accept it, right? So, Prabhupada, like, Lord is wearing a long garland, right? Almost up to mm -hmm. his knees. So uh, that's why even the DTs and all we dress up, dress them up with garlands, right? Yes, Mataji. So we try to dress the DTs with the garlands. So if you see on our altar, Krishna's garland is quite long. Right? In one sense, it goes beyond knees, close to the feet of the Lord. And we try to hang it uh, in a pose. Why Prabhupada? made up that system is to hang the garland of the deities like we with the little thread and all right we kind of put the garland little up hanging in the air something like that 
and the dress of Krishna also, the the shoulder cloth which is on deities. So that's also kind of spread out for Gornitai also, for Radha Krishna also. So it's like we are saying they are dancing. They are in the dancing pose. So while dancing, if somebody is wearing the garland, while dancing, the garland will swing around in the air. So that's why the garland is put up like that, kind of swinging around and uh, hung up with the thread and the pin. And same with the shoulder cloth also. So, but yes, we put the garland to the deities because Lord is always wearing the garland of forest flowers. Even though Lord is wearing so many beautiful ornaments, necklaces, but he likes the garlands best. So even though we don't put the garland, uh, if we don't put too much necklaces and all, just putting a flower garland is enough. And there are some devotees who even say, actually the best garland which we can offer to Krishna is the garland of devotees. Even if we cannot afford to put the flower garlands on Krishna on our deities, that's also okay. Our purpose, our mission is as a preaching mission. And with that, our emphasis on bringing more and more devotees, more and more souls at the feet of Krishna. So we want to offer the garland of devotee to Krishna. And with that, Krishna becomes more pleased. So rather than just being stuck with uh, that oh, we are too much focused on serving the deities, serving the deities, main emphasis should remain in preaching activities. And that goes with developing devotee relationship also. It's not that we are just bringing more and more people in the temple, but maintaining those people, right? Holding to those people and kind of cultivating everybody, taking care of devotees. So the devotee care aspect goes along with that, not just people. So Prabhuji, like, uh, you know, in our ISKCON, Thank you so much for this answer also. You are bringing, you know, you connected uh, like preaching to, you know, the garland. Amazing. Um, yeah, so the thing is that uh, in our ISKCON, uh, you know, Hare Krishna movement, ours is the only community where, you know, um, right from prasadam, cleaning, everything, DT seva, it's done by mm -hmm. grahas, brahmacharis, you know. And uh, so, one of the reasons why we should get more people is because the whole load of work, of course Krishna is happy, whole load of work comes on the devotees only. So in the temple, mm -hmm. you know, the devotees, like, like say for example, Pujari Seva is there. And initially there aren't many, it's a small temple is set up, only two people are there. There's so much of load comes on the one person, you know, or two people. But if there are more people and then they're getting initiated and they get second initiation and, you know, sometime in temple, mm -hmm. even uh, when... You know, there are few people, uh, few, uh, like their people are not second initiated. Then I think the our Guru Maharajas allow them to also do DT Seva because, you know, to maintain. Because service of Krishna has to go right. on. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, so, yes, so this is another, isn't this also one of the main reasons why we have to have more people coming and so, you know, they can take, like, take services. Like, you know, for example, in our kitchen, there used to be less help. 
so you know our temple president they are preaching preaching and now there's so many families coming and sometimes they're just uh, it's it's stunned i'm stunned to see that sometimes they're just standing there and say oh there's no seva okay then we'll go for the kirtan and there used to be one time we used to call please come and help you know so the more mm-hmm. uh, people are there more devotees are there the chances for a smaller temple to become a bigger temple and you know of course krishna is also happy right so there are so many so yes, many reasons uh, yeah yes every temple to to maintain the temple of course we need the resources resources in terms of people in terms of money in terms of um, hmm. um yeah i mean time so all these things are there so yes we have to bring more people so the services continue and ultimately we cannot see them as a resource that that is the main point i am trying to make is we should we cannot see those people just as a resource that oh, we are just bringing them and engaging them in this thing ultimately our focus is for their spiritual growth that they should spiritually grow and they should understand the philosophy also they should do it from the heart not that just that yesterday we are doing tomorrow they go away and then tra- we try to bring more people we we yes we want to bring people but maintain people also by showing them due care and love both things have to go ultimately one person stay if his heart is if he is sold out to krishna he will do more and more services so services will come by default when somebody is fixed up in krishna consciousness and they will naturally do the services we don't want to bring people just for the sake of that yes we need help in services yeah overall overall they grow and you know like in their spiritual life and there are so many aspects yes. not just like okay we need help to hame ye to you know just get more people <coughs> when the when you know you the help is not needed then you kind of ignore them not like that right 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 exactly so it should not be like okay use and throw type of thing okay today we need you so you do this thing but otherwise i don't care see there has to be care about their other aspects also right we have to sometime give them time for their problems also their emotional problem their physical problem some uh, things also we have to spend our time and energy in those things also we cannot just see them as a resource that when we need them then we'll talk to them otherwise we don't have to do anything it's a organization where it's a community building right that's why we use the word building the community yes it's so nice like you know there are so many people who get offering right boga and how you know in a like i'm just uh, like appreciating of course yesterday i went to the temple we have a small temple in orlando and i was just uh, mm-hmm. thinking in my mind when i came back i said like uh, you know i mean we belong to a family for sure yes we have our responsibilities but then we also belong to you know a community shila prapat's community where you know it's like so many people are getting rice bhoga fruits this and that all goes in one common mm-hmm. stock and we are cooking you know from that only so many people are offering and eat and everybody is eating universally all together you know so it's so mm-hmm. nice day in a week or sometimes it's two days also for the temples you know uh, so it's really um, this uh, you know you really feel jaise uh, you know pehle zamane mein there used to be big joint families you know right. like uh, 
you know your uh, i mean i would say your father is staying father's father is staying unke bhi dada has become 100 is staying and the big big families and villages used to be there you know everybody used to have like big dining tables <laughs> yes all sit together and eat and it was so nice you know like uh, children get spoiled with their chacha and uh, uh, mama and all they would spoil them and especially in summer holidays everybody used to kind of so uh, you know get together and uh, holidays we were going to the farm to the village there are more more family in the village but shila prabhupad is so great so great that he gave us this uh, you know in spite of us being from all different culture when we go to the temple that same feel we get you know family feel we get that uh, you know and no less we missing that family which we used to have earlier and uh, you know when the, when the summer holidays we used to uh, especially summer time now and i think the schools also closing by 24th i think this week uh, something like that i heard my kids are not in school but i heard that schools are closing so one thought was coming to me that you know how uh, everybody would go to the villages we would all go to the villages to our dadi's place and our chacha bua everybody used to come there from my father's side and everybody just by default came there and we all together going to you know pluck the cane uh, sugar from the farm and then you know we used to do puja a little bit like of the devti deva uh, devtas you know and but those memorable moments were so nice and now it's you know everybody is so spread out and Uh, you don't see that but we are blessed to be connected to uh, this movement where you know that same uh, thing is we feel the same thing every week on sunday when we go there and everybody is like it's like a big family and in the family everybody is included intercast you know we all like from different castes i just wanted to share that uh, i mean there are very words are few to express what shila prabhupada has given us every day we can actually you know thank shila prabhupada for um you know there are so many things we are missing in the material world staying here single like husband wife i have two daughters you know so i mean that's not like and you said when krishna comes he comes with everyone you know like, like um he never comes alone it's like uh, especially that picture of krishna when he's sitting and eating uh, you know yes. prasad in the forest with so many of his friends <laughs> they're climbing on his shoulders rajwasis and all it's you know that's what life is actually what not the life we are leading it's abnormal life so yes, yes prabhu ji thank you so much for your wonderful class and your uh, answers prabhu ji we always happy to have you and we always can ask you questions and otherwise you are so busy with so many other things and uh, but you take out time once a month for us hari krishna hari krishna prabhu ji dhanyawad pranam प्लीज एक्सेप्ट माय हंबल ऑफिस ऑल ग्रेजुएशन प्रोफेसर कुमारे प्रभु जी इट वाज वेरी वंडरफुल एंड नेकरियन क्लास एज वेल द डिस्कशन आफ्टर दिस लाइक रूपिनी पद्मा माता जी हैज क्वेश्चंस एवरी टाइम एंड देन द डिस्कशन आंसर्स एवरीथिंग सो इट वाज रियली नाइस डिस्कशन वन थिंग आई वुड लाइक टू जस्ट आई हर्ड यू सेइंग दैट द lord has the lakshmi uh, lakshmi sign on his chest so uh, can you please just uh, elaborate on that for me <clears throat> yeah please i just briefly mentioned that uh, lakshmi devi lakshmi devi resides on the chest of lord vishnu right so that is indicated by the shrivatsa sign there is a white hair line on the chest of lord vishnu which is addressed as shrivatsa So wherever we read the description of the supreme lord it says that he is wearing the flower garland he is wearing the kastuba jewel and all that 
and then there is a shrivatsa line on the chest which is as a indication that as a residence and it also give as a indication of him being as a supreme lord so in the description many other description also it happened when lord ramachandra was there he is the supreme lord appearing as lord ramachandra and when parshuram comes to test after he broke the shiva dhanush so parshuram is not able to recognize the lord in the first time but uh, finally when the lord lifts his dhanush also parshuram dhanush which is a vaishnava dhanush also and at that time parshuram was also able to see the shrivatsa sign also on the chest of the lord and it gave him as a proof that yes he is the supreme lord so it's it's just the some marks like as we say there are marks on the feet of the lord which is as an indication of his being the supreme lord there are various different marks so same way the shrivatsa mark also is as an indication of his being as a supreme lord that lakshmi devi is residing on his chest yeah yes so yeah uh, actually i remember like uh, when we used to do this uh, narsimha abhishek at nirindavan so we used mm-hmm. to bathe the big deities you know uh, which is one of the largest uh, lord narsimha in north america so uh, you know yeah, then uh, like uh, soma prabhu who uh, who uh, sculpted that like who made that deity you know uh, in the 1970s or maybe 75 76 so he he told like you know uh, you observe when you are bathing lord you will find that uh, the sign you know of the lakshmi so that's mm-hmm. why i just thought of uh, you know like asking you the same question so yeah so i i, I hope uh, that is only with the lord narsimha because uh, Uh, generally normally when the, there is radha krishna that is we don't find that signs but uh, lord narsimha i think at even mayapur they may be having wherever we have these uh, deities they it is there with the narsimha deities generally in all deities they have this sign of shrivatsa actually mm-hmm. even as i said like lord ramachandra's chest also that sign is present as the shrivatsa sign so on all deities actually this sign is made as his being the supreme lord even though yes we say krishna is the source of everything vishnu comes from krishna but in general it's a sign of uh, representation of shri on the chest of the lord yeah i can find out more and let you know if any particular question yes sir uh thank you in places even krishna has the shrivatsa symbol on his chest yeah yeah i normally i don't dress uh, radha krishna but my wife shamrasika she does this thing so i can check with her but you know uh, like i know that lord nasima uh, deity surely have at every place you know so because they i think uh, when they made this uh, deity at nivrindavan uh, soma prabhu mentioned me once like you know uh, they studied uh, they went to mayapur first before that you know and they checked everything how is the deity at um, mayapur so uh, lord narsimha deity and uh, he he got that sign you know from there and uh, our scriptures have to speak about that so uh, 
but you don't see, you know. Um, so, yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, I can find out more about this Shrivatsa sign on uh, different deities if they're present on every deity or a particular deity only we make. Hmm. Uh, and yeah, at that time they decided, you know, like uh, Mayapur deity is uh, like Ugranasima, and then in Nivrindavan also they thought of making Ugranasima, but you know, then uh, you know, at the same time I think uh, everyone uh, decided that time along with Prabhupada, you know, we have to make it uh, uh, like Shantanasima, like you know, what 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 we name that deity, like Happy Nasima, after uh, Nasima kills. Uh, uh, Hiranakashipu, and then you know he takes Pralada on his lap. So that that's what you know. So here's the Pralada. One thing, even though the deity whatever is installed is Ugra Narasinga or Shanta Narasinga, whatever uh, the form God is installed, but ultimately they say they adopt the mood of the primary deities in the temple. So even in Mayapur, we say it's Ugra Narasinga, but yeah. they adopt the mood of primary deities, which is Goranga Mahaprabhu, right? The Panchatattva. Those are the primary deities of the temple, <coughs> of the altar. So they also, Ugra Narasinga also adopts the mood of those deities only. So Ugra Narasinga is, even though it's Ugra Narasinga, but in the mood of Mahaprabhu. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, it. It's a kind of like we can say mer merciful, right? Nasima, yeah. Right. So it's, it's yeah. not as a ugra, yes. Very yeah. angry, yeah. To everybody, but they are also yeah. merciful. They are adopting the mood of the primary deities. Yeah, it is said that uh, Lord Nasima is more protective, you know, uh, when it is in ugra Nasima form. But uh, you know, at the same time, uh, he will be more merciful, but. As you said, you know, uh, since it's a, uh, you know, fine, uh, mercy flows from whichever form is there, yeah. Because Narasimha, Lord Narasimha appeared for the same purpose. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Prabhuji. Nice discussion. And wonderful. Thank class. you. Hare Krishna. 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 Hare Second, uh, in purified incarnation. Uh, so it is so nice for us to contemplate and meditate upon. And having heard it uh, your lotus mouth, it has purified us even more. Uh, thank you for your kind association. Please continue to give association and purify us. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Thank you. Hare Krishna, so if no other comments, I think we can end it here.